0: What up, everybody? Welcome in to Studio DeHiffre, where we shall review the Dallas Cowboys practice at the Star, where a bunch of fans were out there. Hit me up in the comments if you were there. Let me know how it treated you. Uh, A lot of different things. First of all, we could talk about some of the things that were discussed before the practice took place with Mike McCarthy. Number one, offensive line is finalized. The great mystery is over. Connor Williams practiced a lot as a center, sometimes as the starting center, but they ain't messing with nothing. Tyler Biotish will be the Cowboys starting center. Connor Williams will be the starting left guard, and you probably know the rest. Tyron Smith, Zach Martin, Lyle Collins. That is your Cowboys first-team offensive line, and it is official. At practice, Malik Hooker made his first appearance doing full-team activities. And, of course, he got an interception because that's what happens in the Cowboys' world is we have to get super excited. Uh, Nishan Wright batted a ball, went in the air. Malik Hooker, bow, caught it. Ended up being, I believe, a pick six. Would have been a pick six. So Malik Hooker is in practice do we have any giant takeaways from Malik Hooker being in practice? No, not yet. But nice to take advantage of an opportunity that he had there. He was running with the third team, just getting his introduction to the team stuff. So he will be worth watching in practice in the preseason games going forward as we try to sort out a pretty darn hectic uh, safety position for the Cowboys. Because they're going to keep seven corners. How many safeties are they going to keep? Are they going to keep 12 DBs? Is there going to be five safeties? Is there going to be Four. Uh, and then who are they? Demonte KZ, Donovan Wilson, for sure. Malik Hooker, you would think. Then what? You have Darian Thompson, Israel Mukwamu, um, J. Ron Curse. So you got a bunch of names competing for, I would think, four-ish spots. And so we'll see how that bad boy plays out. Now, other things that I thought were worthwhile in this practice, number one, I love listening to Nate Newton. Nate Newton, when he was covering the practice at one point, he said about uh, Inseki the swing tackle, he said every time he gets on the field, he falls down. He said he's a weebler and a wobbler. So we're still watching the offensive line to see what does the depth look like because right now, if you're going to let me be the dude running the Cowboys, I can tell you who my backup offensive tackle is, and his name's Zach Martin. That's how I would do it because your best chance if you lose a tackle is to slide Zach Martin out and to put Connor McGovern in the game. Your best chance is not putting Ty Secchi in or Terrence Steele or whoever you like. That's not your best chance. Your best chance would be to play Zach Martin right there at offensive tackle. Jeremy Sprinkle had a nice play early in there. Blake Jarwin Had a couple of touchdown passes and full teamwork, so it was nice to see Jarwin getting that going on with uh, Dalton Schultz banged up right now. Blake Jarwin starting to assert himself again. Rico Dowdle, uh, dude makes plays in every practice. He had another big uh, catch out of the backfield. Rico Dowdle looks like a... Real life NFL running back. I've probably said that exact line before because like, I don't want to put big expectations on your third running back. But if you were short a running back, Rico Daddle can play NFL running back. And I think he would be absolutely just fine. Rico Daddle appears to be a pretty darn good player. Now, let's go into some other things. You can check my Twitter at JC1053. I sent out some of the notes that I saw. One, Micah Parsons. He's still a beast. Uh, saw one pass breakup that he had. The dude's just, he's everywhere and he's everywhere in every practice. Uh, I was looking at an all NFC East team. Maybe I'll mention at the end of this video that uh, CBS sports put out and I might have to correct it a little bit, but it's my guy, Jared Dubin. He's a good dude, good writer, CBS sports. Uh, and at linebacker, they did not have any of the Cowboys as an all-NFC East linebacker. I think that'll be wrong. I think Micah Parsons might be the best linebacker in the division by the end of this year. Michael Gallup showed up again. He always does. Deep ball on J. Ron Curse. Michael Gallup, is he's going to make one of those plays per practice where he ends up behind everybody and makes a big play. Amari Cooper is one that I want to talk about. So watching the practice, when I'm watching Amari just walking around behind the huddle, just moving around, I'm like, man, kind of looks like me. Like, a lot of things on that guy just look like it hurts. Then he goes in the game, and I believe they put him in the slot and or the practice, and he runs a slant, gets 10 yards of separation, makes a big catch, jogs off like nothing happened. So, I mean, he might have a beat-up body with his feet and his ankles and whatever, but when it's time to go, Amari Cooper is a monster. So, I guess technically I'm not worried about Amari Cooper – I just realized that it's going to look like his body hurts and his body might hurt. But when it's time to play football, Amari Cooper's going to make plays. He's going to get open and he's going to make plays. He makes it look so easy. Trevon Diggs forced a fumble after a CD lamb catch. Uh, Trevon Diggs batted down a slant to CD lamb on the goal line. So Travon Diggs, that's what I want. I want some big wins against a monster like CD lamb, Those are good for my confidence going into the season. Now, the other cornerback. So, CeeDee Lamb runs a slant. Trevon Diggs is there. Bats it down. So, the Cowboys are like, well, it's a two-minute drill. We do have to score. So, CeeDee, how about if you just go to the other side and run a fade on Anthony Brown? We'll catch that touchdown, and it'll be good. So, they did that. Uh, The competition at corner is interesting. I don't know that they will let Kennedy start He's still running with the twos in the slot, but Maurice Candy's had a great camp, had another pass breakup in this one. Uh, so Jordan Lewis may be your slot guy. Anthony Brown is the guy who's going to have to fight to try to hang on to a job. And Kelvin Joseph and Nashawn Wright, both in this practice, did what rookie corners do, which is Kelvin Joseph had two bat downs and a pick. I think Nashawn Wright had at least one bat down. He might have had two. Uh, he tipped one that Malik Cooker intercepted. So they're both getting their hands on the football and they're both giving up plays. Nishan ended up giving up a... Let me... Or Kelvin ended up giving up. Let me make sure I get it right. Uh, Fihoko, Simi, caught a touchdown on Kelvin Joseph for the twos to end the two-minute drill. Before that, Simi caught a comeback on Nishan Wright. Earlier, Simi caught a slant on Kelvin Joseph. So if you've got stock in Simi Fihoko, that was a really nice practice for him. Uh, And those corners... You're just looking for it to level out where uh, it's promising. It's a good thing if your young DBs are getting their hands on the football. This is what the Cowboys want. We want pass breakups. We want interceptions. Teams throw for 250 yards every weekend. Sometimes they throw for three. Sometimes they throw for four. So the idea you're not going to give up catches is just not accurate. Everybody's going to give up catches. But you just want it to normal out a little bit, level out a little bit. Don't be getting toe up and then have a pass breakup. So that's sort of what you're looking at with rookie cornerbacks. It happened to Trevon Diggs. I don't have the numbers in front of me, but he gave up somewhere around 1,000 yards last year, and he got his hands on a lot of footballs. So you just want that teeter-totter to go a little bit more towards the making plays and a little bit less towards the whoops, took a gamble, and it didn't pay off. Mike McCarthy, before the practice, also mentioned, I believe, that when the nickel group is out there, now the nickel group means you have four linemen on the field, two linebackers, five defensive backs, because teams run with three wide receivers all the time. That Parsons and Keanu Neal were the linebackers, which is something that I've told you. Those dudes are going to play a lot of snaps. A lot of snaps. Vanderesh and Jalen Smith, they can play some snaps on early downs when you think there's a decent chance teams are going to run the ball. But when it gets into the passing league that the NFL is, Dan Quinn trusts Keanu Neal, and Micah Parsons is going to play because, well, he's awesome. I don't think I have any other major notes I needed to get to. We know the offensive line. Simmy had a nice practice. Joseph and Wright both had nice practices and gave up some plays. Uh, Diggs forced fumble, Parsons pass breakup, Malik Hooker is out there. So I think that about covers it for me. Let's go through this NFC East, all NFC East team. Okay, let's do that. The all NFC East team, it's trying to find the best players at every position in the NFC East. And you tell me, does this make you feel like the Cowboys are going to win this division? The quarterback of the all NFC East team is Dak Prescott. The running back is Ezekiel Elliott. The wide receivers are Amari Cooper and CeeDee Lamb and Terry McLaurin. Tight end is Logan Thomas. Flex, we're playing fantasy football now, is Antonio Gibson, the running back from Washington. So that is four Cowboys, three Washington players, and nobody else so far. Offensive line, Tyron Smith, Lane Johnson, Zach Martin, Brandon Scherf, Chase Roulier. That is two Cowboys, two Washington's, and a Philly. So if that's two Cowboys, that puts us at six Cowboys and five Washington's. Let's see if I can do this math all the way through. Demarcus Lawrence and Chase Young are the edges. That's 7 6 Cowboys. Jonathan Allen, 7 7. Leonard Williams, Blake Martinez at linebacker, Cole Holcomb at linebacker. That's 8 for Washington, Cole Holcomb, but I believe that'll be Parsons, not Cole Holcomb. Trevon Diggs, Kendall Fuller, James Bradbury are your corners. Washington still 1 up on the Cowboys. Safeties Xavier McKinney of the Giants and Cameron Curl of Washington. Washington 2 up on the Cowboys. And then special teams, which no one cares. So that lines up about with how I feel about the Cowboys versus Washington in the NFC East. How does Jeff feel about that? Well, Washington has the better team. Dallas has the better quarterback. That's why Dallas is going to win the division because the quarterback is really, really important. They'll have the better defense. You'll have the better quarterback. You'll win the division. By winning 10 or 11 games, they'll win eight or nine, and we'll all move on with our days. Leave in the comments, what's your favorite color shirt? Try to figure out what my color is. What's your favorite color shirt? And do you like flip-flops? Leave that in the comments. YouTube.com slash Jeff Kevin. I'll see you on the radio today. 2 to 7, 105.3 The Fan. You'll, of course, view this on 105.3thefan.com. Remember, you have no idea what anybody's going through. Oh, what do you want to talk about tomorrow? Leave that in the comments. Uh, You have no idea what anybody's going through, so be cool to everybody. I love you. Bye.